Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. This morning, like I always do, when I wake up, and it's a very bad habit, there's some people that say it's wrong, I wake up, and the first thing I do is I jump on my phone. And usually I sleep on my phone on pilot because I don't want to be disturbed or anything like that. So when I wake up, that's when news starts coming in. So I jump on Instagram and I'm scrolling through, scrolling through, and I'm catching up on what's being said and all of that because I follow a lot of sports companies and media personalities uh, and things like this. And one of those people that I follow is Shannon Sharp, right? I follow Shannon Sharp. Obviously, uh, Shannon Sharp is a pretty big, uh, pretty big deal. So... I'm scrolling through and I see an image of Shannon Sharp smiling like he always does and had a caption. And in the caption, not in the caption, in the picture, it was actually um, it was actually showing what Shannon Sharp had posted on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to show it to you guys now. It says, your favorite uncle slides into Stephen A. Smith's chair and hosts Friday's first take. It's my very first time being lead dog thanks Stephen a and first take for believing in me and giving me this opportunity tune in and watch your boy do what i do and then on the post on instagram it says we've got shannon sharp on first take on friday and when i saw that i was like wow wait what shannon sharp shannon freaking sharp is going to be hosting uh, ESPN first take. And I was like, this is a very big move. But then I started thinking to myself, I said, but wait a minute. This is something we saw coming. If you guys remember, after we found out Shannon Sharp was going to be joining on this uh, ESPN first take, and he made his debut and all of that, there were some rumors and rumblings out there that were kind of suggesting that Shannon Sharp could potentially one day replace Stephen A. Smith on ESPN first take and Stephen A. Smith actually posted something on his Twitter about a month or so ago, kind of alluding to that where he, where he added or tagged Shannon Sharp. And at the time it seemed very, very conspicuous. And we were like, okay, well this doesn't really mean anything. So for me to wake up this morning and to see this post, I was like, wait a minute, this thing could actually happen. And the reason it could actually happen is because of the ratings. Let me tell y'all right now, ESPN first take is absolutely demolishing the competition. And I want to, and, and, and I got a lot of information that I got from a front office sports article that I definitely want to get into. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Factor Meals. If you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store, pick out fresh ingredients, and come back home and cook healthy, delicious meals. Sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that, which isn't really ideal. And this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with Factor Meals. Factor Meals is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals, 
Every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by Factor Meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality. Your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes, then they are ready for you to eat and enjoy. So for example, this week, I think I'm gonna go with the Italian herb chicken. What I love is that under every single meal, you can see if it's a calorie conscious option. For example, this meal I just chose is a dietitian approved calorie smart meal, which is around 550 calories or less per serving, and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. So if you want to give it a try, click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com slash dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off. And remember, when you try Factor Meals by using the link in the description below, remember that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. Let me let me get into the main article here. <laughs> so it says Sharp's impact propels first take soaring viewership in just six weeks. And then the article continues on. Stephen A. Smith's recruitment of Shannon Sharp to ESPN is shaping to be one of the biggest sports media talent coups in years. After being courted by Smith, Sharp joined First Take on a part-time basis on September 4th. But in only six weeks on the air, the Pro Football Hall of Famer has already co-starred in three of four of the most watched First Take episodes this year, said sources. Monday's top-rated First Take edition with Smith and Sharp and Molly Karam drew eight hundred and fifty thousand fifty two thousand viewers that's behind only the 892 view uh, viewers who tuned in on first take the morning after demar hamlin on the field heart attack in january 2nd and nearly five times the 172,000 viewers for skip bayless is undisputed on monday despite a rusty sharp inadvertently calling smith skip uh his first take debut on September 4th, averaged 727,000 viewers. And his Tuesday morning appearance after Aaron Rodgers' season-ending injury on Monday Night Football pulled in 726,000 viewers. According to sources, several factors are at play here as the NFL enters Week 6. First, ESPN's first take and get-up morning shows have become the de facto agenda setters for the week's football storyline. Sharp's timing was perfect as he joined ESPN at the kickoff of the NFL's 2023 regular season. Second, Smith plays the chief Dallas Cowboys hater role while rival Bayless waves the pom-poms for America's teams. So many viewers enjoy tuning in to watch Smith's reaction after Cowboys win or lose, but especially after a brutal loss, the Cowboys uh, 42 and 10 dismantling by San Francisco's 49ers on Sunday. Decked, <laughs> decked out in a black cowboy uh, and adopting a broad Texas accent, Southern Stephen A. Smith taunted miserable Cowboy fans on Monday's show. These appearances are comparable to a Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live skit. First take is, is the place to be because evidently the Big D is not the place to go, Smith uh, cackled. Former ESPNer Dan Lebertar clashed with Smith over the over the uh, the years, but even he's impressed by First Take pulling nearly nine hundred thousand viewers this week. That is a monster number. When all numbers are declining, that is a giant number to have stationary in daytime. It represents twice as much as what 
that show has always done at its best, noted Lebertard on his Wednesday show. Smith and Sharp have traveled via private jet to Deion Sanders' Colorado football games with their bromance in full swing. They've also appeared on each other's independent podcast. Their chemistry positions Sharp as Smith's heir apparent should, uh, should Smith leave first take for late night TV, entertainment, or uh, politics. So that's what the article had to say there. So here are my thoughts on this. Guys, guys, we got to admit it right now. Even though Stephen A. Smith can annoy people at times, especially myself, but when it comes to this media game in terms of maximizing uh, the opportunity that he has at ESPN, no one is doing it better than him on television. And the numbers say so. The numbers absolutely say so. That is why, to this day, I am still amazed that people at FS1 thought it would be a clever move to let Shannon Sharp walk out that door. That is turning into an absolutely disastrous move. That's number one. Number two, if you pay attention to what that article had to say at the very end about Shannon Sharp potentially being Stephen A. Smith's uh, replacement in the future, um, I think there's some truth to that. I think there's some truth to that, and I think that's the reason that they're testing that. Another thing worth uh, paying attention to is this. We're now beginning to understand whether or not Shannon Sharp has other talents. Because apparently Shannon Sharp is an incredibly talented person. He absolutely is. And he has a lot of things that you can't manufacture. You can't act funny. You, you, I mean, you either are or not. And Shannon Sharp has that. He has a magnetic personality. He has a big voice. He has a presence to himself. Uh, he's passionate. Uh, and I think these are things that people clearly are gravitating towards. Clearly. Now, Stephen, is, Stephen A. Smith also has his pluses. But I think Stephen A. Smith is getting to the point in his career where he wants to do something new. And I can understand that you've been doing something for decades and you want to test your chops or something else. Right. And he's been showing that on his uh, podcast by tackling, tackling, excuse me, different, different issues. He's talked about politics. He's talked about entertainment and you can see he's trying to broaden his scope. And I think that's a fantastic thing because maybe he's trying to, you know, move on to do bigger and better things. So I think it could work for him. And in the case of Shannon Sharp, it works for him as well because now he steps into a new role. But I think what ES, what uh, ESPN is realizing is that Shannon is able to bring in the numbers. That is the most important thing. He is definitely bringing bringing in the numbers. And to see Shannon Sharp on Friday show by himself, you better believe is not a coincidence. They're not doing that for the sake of doing that. They're doing that possibly to see if they could replace him, uh, re replace him, with, uh, replace Stephen A. Smith with him, or potentially looking at giving him giving him his own show. Because what I think ESPN understands right now is that this guy moves the needle. I mean, listen to the viewership numbers. He's bringing in, on average, about three to 400,000 viewers every time he's on the show. And what's, what's even more interesting is this. Whenever he's not on the show, meaning when, whenever he's not there on Mondays and Tuesdays, you see a, a sharp decline in viewership. A sharp decline. So by Stephen A. Smith publicly recruiting Shannon Sharp, apart from trying to throw him a lifeline, it was the obvious thing to do. Who in their right mind running a business like ESPN would not go after shit? Like who in their right mind would let this guy just sit out there? 
And I think that Shannon doesn't really understand the gravity of his position in the sports media landscape because he was very, I mean, he was, he, he was showing a lot of gratitude to Stephen A. Smith and all of that, but bro, don't forget. I mean, you that dude, the numbers say so to see such a sp sharp spike in viewership rate uh, numbers. You got to look at, okay, what's the variable? What's the thing that changed? And the only thing we can, we, we can point to is your presence on the show. So to me, uh, this is great news. I hope Shannon gets his own gig obviously is going to change things. And this is what happens sometimes, man. You can have a roadmap for what you want to achieve maybe in the next year or two. And then things start happening. And all of a sudden you need to rework your plans. Why? Because new opportunities come up. And it looks like Shannon Sharp is someone that ensures that he is ready for whatever opportunity comes his way. And he also seems like someone that is stepping into his greatness by going after all of these things. So I love it. And I commend him for that. If you go to my Instagram, uh, C-T-A-B-A-N-Z, uh, you check it out today, uh, check out my Instagram, you notice I posted on my, my story hours ago before we did this live. So it's not like I'm up here twerking it up for you guys. I genuinely am happy for the dude. So I think it's a great move, a shrewd move by ESPN. And I think he could potentially replace Stephen A. Smith. And this is the second time both of these gentlemen are, are, are alluding to this being a possibility. So to me, um, I cannot wait to see how this thing evolves moving forward. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Let me go ahead and get into this topic here. Let's talk about the NBA. God damn it. Let's talk about the NBA. So, y'all know, John Morant uh, is going to miss the first 25 games this season because of all of the things that I'm sure a good amount of you guys are aware of. And with that, it comes, it brings the old saying along, which is out of sight, out of mind. And it seems like companies like ESPN are taking that to the absolute extreme. What am I talking about? As you guys know, ESPN is infamous, not famous, infamous, for releasing some of the most head-scratching NBA rankings in the sports world per perennially. Whenever they do this, they always end up getting a bunch of pushback from people all over the internet. And in some cases, they get pushed back from some of the people working at ESPN with them. Now, what am I referring to? As you guys know, ESPN recently released its rankings for the 2022-2023 season. And it got a lot of people up in arms. A lot of people up in arms. I want to give you guys their top 10. Uh, just reading from their website. So these are their top 10 players. Number one, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number two, you have Nikola Jokic. Number three, you have Joel Embiid. Number four, you have Luka Doncic. Number five, you have Stephen Curry. Number six, there's Jason Tatum. Number seven, you have Kevin Durant. Number eight, you have Ja Shah. And then you have number nine, you have LeBron. And number 10, you have... Uh, Anthony Davis, right? So it seems pretty good until you get to other parts of the list where you have guys like Russell Westbrook rank number what? Number 93. But it doesn't stop there. This morning while doing research, I came across an article from fadeawayworld.net and the article had the headline, NBA fans react to John Morant's bad ranking on ESPN's best players list. In the post, 
it shows you have NBA NBA top rankings, and it goes on. Uh, the article says the start of a new season means that every publication is reaching, uh, rushing to come out with their ranking of players ahead of the next season. ESPN is in the process of unveiling its top 100, revealing players who are ranked from 11 to 50 on their list. Jama rank ranked number 35 in a shocking fall from last season. Now here's the kicker. Last season, John Morant was ranked number nine. And after ESPN put out this list, NBA fans absolutely went to town on ESPN for putting out this bogus ranking. ESPN ranked John Morant ninth best player last season. They now have him ranked at number 35 for this season. One person has a laugh out loud emoji with an hourglass and meditation. Another person said, there are not 10 players in the world better than John Moran. Another person said, having him ninth last season was pretty ridiculous, but this is just shameful. <laughs> Letting off-court stuff influence on-court ratings is a, a rankings is a very, or ranking ratings is a very bad look. Yeah, ESPN is largely political. That's ridiculous. Another person said, they do it for reactions. It ain't that deep. Another person said, how long before the rest of the sports fans stop viewing ESPN as legitimate? I would trust my grandmother's opinion on job before I believe ESPN. Ouch. Another person said, it's not just about talent. It's about your ability to be accountable and pre uh, present for your team. And a few other people went on uh, to say, uh, um, what does it say? Another thing, uh, a few other things. But there was one person that said this. They do it just for reactions. It ain't that deep. Ladies and gentlemen, there's actually truth to that. ESPN and these sports media companies are actually doing this to get a reaction out of you. And I'm not just saying that because that's what I feel. I'm saying that because recently I heard a former ESPN employee and NBA insider actually take us behind the curtains on the Dan Lebitar show. I mean, where he said that he was a part of the process when they used to put together these NBA rankings. And he said that, in fact, is actually not people that are really coming up with these rankings is actually an algorithm. So for those of you guys who don't believe me, what we want to do is want to quickly play what he had to say here about how ESPN generates these rankings. And then we're going to come back and conclude, uh, conclude our thoughts. Take a listen to that. Ladies and gentlemen, in my hand, I hold a sheet of paper that contains the first bellwether mark. Yes, the flare in the sky of content season is officially dead because we're doing the rankings again. Doing the rankings. Oh, let's rank all the players because we don't have shit else to do and this always gets the people talking. Now, Charlotte, some background. First of all, this is from CBSSports.com, but everyone does one of these. Bleacher Report does one, uh, ESPN does one. I was part of the ESPN one years ago. I think we were the first ones. I want to say my editor, Royce Webb, came up with the idea because, in his words, people love lists. People love lists. People love lists. People love to rank things. People love to love argue lists? rankings. Do you like a list? Not really. I, li I, like, I like it if we're not taking it as gospel. The problem is most people right. take everything as gospel, right. which is why it is such a moneymaker for these websites because they know they're going to get engagement. Engagement not only from fans, but engagement from the players who are like, what? I'm number 72. Right. How is and that like, possible? If you're lucky, they quote tweet it and say that your website yeah. is Yeah, they don't know. That's why these media don't know. Like, yeah. again, like, this is what the media does, right? But it's interesting. I don't know how CBS Sports does this, but I'm willing 
to pull back the curtain, Charlotte, and yeah. tell you how ESPN does it. Yeah, Because most people think that we would sit there and I would say, okay, uh, LeBron's one, um, Steph Curry's two, um, three. Mm, is it Durant or Kobe? I don't know. It's not like that. What happens is they create this algorithm, and you go into the portal, and the portal will just give you a bunch of names. Like, it'll say, Chris Paul or, or Jason Kidd? And you say, um, Jason Kidd. It would just bring up, like, Tyrese Halliburton or De'Aaron Fox. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Like, um, Julius Randle or Bam Adebayo. Bam yeah. Adebayo. Like, and you just kept doing answers, and it would, took forever. And then based on this, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, well, I guess times hundreds of people, it's like thousands of answers of these one-on-one things. The algorithm would extract with a weighted score, who's one, who's two, who's three. That's how you end up with Kobe being like 25 or whatever that year he was 25, which, by the way, he's like he's coming off of an Achilles. And people are like, what? I'm like, what are you, high? Of course he's not going to be the best player in the league coming off of a torn Achilles. So that's how ESPN did it. Okay. CBS, I don't know if they're doing the same thing or not, but either way, I implore you all to know, it's all bull****. They're just wanting you to react and argue. That's all they want to do. This isn't about CBS. It's about any place that gives you a top 100 or top 75 or top 500 or whatever it is. Hell, NFL Network does it for the players every year, right? Which is everybody does it. Everybody, everybody does, it. does it. It's something. Again, we started at ESPN, and but it's fun to talk about. Not really, but we'll do it anyway. So you heard what he had to say. Listen, um, ESPN or any other person uh, have the right to come up with their rankings. The problem I'm having with it is that a lot of these guys are not basing this thing off of what they actually see on the court. A lot of it has to do with politics and, and or not politics, but agendas and virtue signaling. Well, we're going to do this because, okay, help me figure this out. Y'all ranked John Morant, John Morant ninth last season. What happened between last season and now to his basketball game that would make you say he dropped down what 20 damn near 20 spots what's the thing that occurred if you ask this question no one will have an no one will have an answer for you no one they'll say well he got off the off the court he had this situation he had that situation we fully understand that what does that have to do with John Morant's ability to perform Last time we actually saw John Moran in the playoffs, he dropped a 40 ball in one of those games against the Lakers. And no one was questioning whether or not John Morant was losing his basketball ability. As a matter of fact, John Moran is one of the few players in the NBA, young guys, that's actually getting better every single year. And he has proven this historically. First year John Morant came into the NBA, he was averaging 17.8 points per game on 47.7% shooting from the field while attempting 14 field goals a game, shooting 33.5% from the three and 76, uh, uh, 77.6% from the free throw line. Next year, scoring average jumps up to 19. Next year, it goes from 19.1 to 27.4 while shooting 49% from the three uh, from the field, 34.4% from the three, shooting 76% from the free throw line. And then last year in 61 games, he scored 26 points per game on 46% shooting, 46.6% shooting, shot 30% from the three and 74%, 75% roughly from the free throw line. 
John Morant was putting up good numbers, and most importantly, his team was winning. So let me ask you guys a question. If John Morant were playing at the beginning of this season, you honestly believe that John Morant would be the 35th uh, best ranked player in the NBA? Or let me ask you guys another question. If John Morant did not have all of those off-the-court incidents, would you still have him ranked at number 35? Of course you wouldn't, which proves why the list is is just it's just it's just a ridiculous list. I think they do this to get a rise out of people. They know this. Somewhere in there, there's a clickbait aspect embedded in all of this. We're gonna say things is gonna get a rise out of people, it's gonna generate a lot of conversation, gonna generate a lot of clicks, generate a lot of traffic to our website, generate a lot of you know a buzz about us. And before you know, we have engagement all over the place. This is an absolutely ridiculous list. An absolute, and they knew, ESPN knew they couldn't play around with the top 10. Top three, it got to be those three guys. It got to be either Embiid, uh, Nikola Jokic, or Giannis. It got to be those three. So they knew they couldn't play around. The top 10, you don't have that much wiggle room. You can't move Giannis from, from one the year before or whatever and move him down to nine. You couldn't do that. It, 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 you would lose all credibility. But with some of the other guys, they knew they could do that. To me, it's what ESPN is known for, and that's why Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant said, everybody knows that ESPN just has a bunch of idiots working there, and it proves that. Because while you would put out a list like this and then the reasoning behind it, who would a straight face believes any of this? Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. I've been one of those people that's always been high on Shannon Sharp. If you go through the catalog of the videos and shows we produce on this channel, you'll see that for a long time, I have said that Shannon Sharp is one of the best in the business. The only thing, and I said it before, and I'm going to say it again for people that think, oh, he up here just twerking it up for us all of a sudden. Nah. The only thing I said I can get with, which I can get with Shannon, the only thing I don't like is his LeBron takes. Apart from that, um, he's extremely talented. And that is the reason why I was, I was actually dumbfounded that he was let go of at FS1. Now, as you guys know, we're not going to go into the full history. You guys know this uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp had a fallout. And Skip Bayless disrespected Shannon Sharp on multiple occasions. Some people are suggesting it's what took place at the Lakers game. That's what caused it, whatever. But you know that they didn't get along. And ultimately, uh, Shannon Sharp, you know, left the show about no, the, the very next day after the NBA Finals had concluded. And at the time, many of us were speculating where he would go. But at the same time, many of us were speculating who would e who would uh, FS1 replace Shannon Sharp with. All of us were trying to figure this out, right? Um, so what happens? Time starts to elapse, and then we hear that Shannon Sharp. No, no, we hear that Skip Bayless is now trying to uh, assemble an ensemble cast of characters, kind of go back to his roots of what he used to do on Cold Pizza and First Take. Then we start hearing names like Keyshawn Johnson. We start hearing names like Michael Irving, who's a big surprise. We hear names like Richard Sherman. Then we heard names like, um, uh, what is it, Rachel Nichols. And then we heard people like uh, Lil Wayne, right? And some of us were like, interesting. Some of us thought it would work. And then right before NFL season kicked off, or maybe like, yeah, but maybe a week after that, we hear that Shannon Sharp is going to be joining um, Stephen A. Smith as a guest on his show two days a week on ESPN First Take. And then the Friday before the Monday of his show, they drop a podcast on Shannon Sharp's show. 
And the the moment they dropped that podcast, and the thing that made me realize this was going to be huge, when I say huge, huge, was that podcast, the full interview generated about 1.8 million views in two days. And when I saw that, I said, this thing is going to blow up. And that is exactly what happened. Shannon Sharp goes on there. He makes his debut. And he starts pulling out record-breaking numbers, like all-time high numbers because of his, I mean, bringing in 700,000 viewers. And while that was happening, Skip Bayless is undisputed live in some days was barely even cracking 90,000 viewers at one time. And a lot of us were like, "What, what, what the hell is going on? Ever since Shannon left that show, and joined ESPN. It has been an upward trajectory for Shannon Sharp at ESPN and ESPN's ratings and a steady decline for Skip Bayless's Undisputed Live. And I came across an article today that made me realize that number one, FS1 letting go of Shannon Sharp may end up being the single biggest mistake that they have made in a while when it comes to to, to sports talk uh, television shows. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, uh, Factor Meals. If you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store, pick out fresh ingredients, and come back home and cook healthy, delicious meals. Sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that, which isn't really ideal. And this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with Factor Meals. Factor Meals is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by factor meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes then they are ready for you to eat and enjoy. So for example, this week, I think I'm gonna go with the Italian herb chicken. What I love is that under every single meal, you can see if it's a calorie conscious option. For example, this meal I just chose is the dietitian approved calorie smart meal, which is around 550 calories or less per serving, and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. So if you want to give it a try, click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com slash dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off. And remember, when you try Factor Meals by using the link in the description below, remember that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So let me read a little bit from an article that we're getting here from sportsnot.com. And it says, the headline, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp's having a significant impact on first take viewership blowing past undisputed article goes on to say after leaving Fox sports one undisputed with skip Bayless sharp became one of the most sought after free agents in sports media. He received interest from multiple networks before ultimately agreeing to join Stephen A. Smith as a part-time debater on first take for the 2023 NFL season. The article then continues on since making his debut on September four, serving in a complimentary role, the former NFL star, is having a measurable impact on ESPN's television ratings, especially in comparison to competitor Fox Sports 1. According to Front Office Sports, Sharp has appeared in three of the four four most watched first take uh, episodes this year. Monday's show recapped week five, averaged 8 
152,000 viewers in early in the early window. For context, First Take had 892 viewers back in January for the DeMar Hamlin uh, situation. And to compare that, uh, ESPN, excuse me, to compare that, FS1 is averaging, uh, just averaged 172,000 viewers. Now, I also want to read something else. There's some comments that Shannon Sharp uh, made. Um, and I want to read that he said this was an article that was published on September 26th. The article starts off with the headline sharp first take would still beat undisputed live without Stephen A. Smith. Woo, good Lord. Shannon Sharp has thrown down the gauntlet to Skip Bayless and his new castmates at FS1. Now that he's joined first forces with Stephen A. Smith and Molly Kerm on ESPN first take sharp says Bayless and undisputed live will have to swallow their pride and accept finishing a distant second in the ratings uh, race. This, the ESPN show averaged 726,000 viewers last Monday, while FS1 Undisputed uh, averaged 162,000. That was up 48% year over year from the comparable episode in 2022. On Tuesday, September 19th, first take 622,000 viewers to Undisputed's 114,000. The article then continues on. Even if Smith leaves first take, Sharp said he and ESPN will still beat the former on-air partner, Bayless's, Bayless in ratings. During his appearance on the Stephen A. Smith show, Sharp called out Bayless and his revamp uh, undisputed cast, including pro football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, and Richard Sherman. Y'all not going to be better than me and Stephen A. Smith. That's not going to happen. I promise you, that's not going to happen. Ever, ever, Sharp declared. Now, if Stephen A. Smith say, Shannon, I want to go in a different direction. Y'all are still... Y'all, you all are still not going to beat us because Stephen A is that dude. If Stephen A ever decided to leave and turn the reins over to me, y'all know I'm that dude. I'm him. Now, the problem y'all got is you got two hymns to go up against. You heard what Shannon Sharp had to say. You heard what the articles had to say. Listen, I had high expectations for f uh what is it for undisputed live when i saw the cast i did but i want to be honest with you based on the few episodes that i've watched and i know it's been very nfl focused i have not enjoyed it very much it's just not as entertaining um it seems very contrived uh, you know, it seems very premeditated and obviously a lot of these shows are uh, premeditated, but it just doesn't seem fun to me. Um, the basketball topics are very, very predictable. And even, and even in some cases on ESPN, it can be predictable, but the way it's discussed is just, is just, to me, I just think it's just boring. Right. Um, you can clearly see that one Shannon Sharp has more value in terms of ratings than an entire ensemble cat. I mean, that's what it's, that's what it's saying. And to me, I don't understand how they didn't realize this. Like who didn't realize this to me? I would have personally, if I was in a position to look for replacement for Shannon Sharp, this is just me. I would have been looking for people like, or if I was going to go for an ensemble cast, I would have instead gone after Max Kellerman. I would have gone after, uh, Jalen Rose, in some capacity, I would have tried to get either Mark Jackson or Jeff Van Gundy. Those guys are more entertaining to me. To me. Now, I know Jalen Rose is not a football guy, but Max Kellerman could talk about a bunch of different things. And Max has his own thing about him. And to be quite honest with you, Max has quite a, uh, quite a following. 
quite a following. When he was on ESPN first take on that show, he was on a pretty big platform. So to me, it would make sense to go after the guy that was already on a big show like ESPN First Take because you know at least he has a following. You know this already. But to go out and get other people micro audiences and then try to combine them together, it doesn't really work. Number two, previously, you know, when Skip was with Shannon, Skip, it would be Skip really giving his views. And now we're seeing Skip Bayless take kind of take a back seat. But the only problem with that is you're still promoting the show as Skip Bayless is the face. So primarily, people want to hear from Skip. And I think that's the issue. And finally, I mean, people are making a decision. You're in the same time slot. And people are like, I would rather watch these guys than you. Because I just find them to be more entertaining. And to me, I am amazed to this day that they let Shannon go. You find a way to keep talent like that. You find a way. Because if they got rid of him on principle, well, what has all that principle gotten you? Has he said some things in the past? Yes, but so has everyone. So has everyone, literally. So to me, man, I think they dropped the ball on this one. And I think ESPN, um, you know, just scored a boom by getting uh, Shannon Sharp. Literally, because this guy is going to be the hottest ticket in sports, in my personal view, especially on television. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.